Overthinking is a killer. I'm not gonna lie, it's uh not the most useful thing. No. In tennis, it's uh it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely um one of the biggest issues you can have. I have at least. I don't know about other players. When I look at other players, they don't seem to be going through issues like that whatsoever, but nah, you can never really look into the mind of anybody and truly understand what's going on. No. <laughs> Over overthinking is uh it's definitely a thing I do. It, that, and, and it's not a good thing. I wanna stop doing it, but I don't know I don't I don't know how to. It's 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 ruining my tennis games, ruining any relationship whatsoever I have with girls. Or at least I mean Yeah. I mean if I wanna like, you know, take a step further in any relationship with a girl more than friends that i i mess it up i overthink it i'm like okay what is she thinking what is she thinking about me gotta go to other people ask them what she thinks like this and that like like just like no dude just, just you talk to her communicate right that's what you brought up in your in your speech in episode 100 right Overthinking is a killer. I just listed two scenarios. I, I had the, the relationships one, but the main one for this episode, 106, is Talk Tennis 3. Overthinking for, for tennis, you know? It's crazy. This is the third edition of the Talk Tennis series that I, I made a series in episode 70 when I made Talk Tennis 2. And by the way, episode, I mean, you probably you're, might have seen it before looking at this episode. Or maybe you looked at this first and the other, I have no idea. But episode 88, 21 Speak, is now officially available to listen to on Spotify. It's two hours and something minutes for the first four segments and like an hour and like a half or so for the final one. I list, I, I gave the, I give the, I, I, I said I'd do it, I said, I said I'd do it, and I did, you know, in episode 105, I, I said, like, or 104, whatever, one. I, I was, I was planning on, on, uh, on how I would set it up, I got the, I got the same description for each episode, 20 guests, 12 hours, hella speaking, and then I gave an episode timings, so like, the first one was, like zero, it was like, you know, zero hours, minutes, and seconds to, like, what was it, two hours and 49 minutes or so. And then 88.2, so that was 88.1, then 88.2 was like 249 or whatever I just said to like 510. Oh no, it was like 509 and 16, something like that. Whatever the timing was. So that's, there's that. And then I have the individual. I just had the, the people that were on and their times. But that's the time for the actual episode itself. So, okay, so the first, the first timing is for the five episodes and how they add up to 12 hours. But after that, after the episode timing, I give the name of the person or people who I record with, who I was recording with, and the time next to their, to their name or names is... Uh, the time in that episode that they are featured. Like, um, what I think was like file in, like 88.2. She comes in at like 6 minutes and 47 seconds. So you like, you look at the description, it's like file in 647. Right. I don't know why I remember that time specifically, but I just do. Oh yeah, no, because, <laughs> you know, for the first like 6 minutes and 46 seconds or whatever it was, um... I I was I I decided to just record and then like she texted me and she was like late so she only had, like twenty one minutes to actually record and yeah. Um also if you look at the time of the episode and you look at the, the times that I give like to the second uh on in the description, it doesn't line up exactly. It might be off by a second or two. 
And that's just because, like, Anchor, the app I use to record, or the, 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 the software I use to record my podcasts alongside Spotify and whatever, however it gets, like, mixed along, like, one second, maybe rounded up to two if it's, like, you know, 1.6, or it may just be one second, it's, like, rounded down, or maybe it's just, like, 1.6, you know, period, and then, like, if there's another second afterward that ends, like, cut up, whatever it is, it, 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 it just does that thing, right, it goes into, like, decimal points of seconds, percentage, per, decimals of seconds, yeah. So, you know, whatever it is, but it's 12 hours total. It's 12 hours. That's that's fun. I wanted to see a 12, then a colon, then two zeros, then a colon, then another two zeros next to episode 88. In between 87 and 89, but no. This is how how I had to do it. And I'm fine with it. Honestly, it's a vibe. I'm good with it. It took me, like, about, like, 50 minutes to an hour to actually organize everything, set up the timings to the second, figure out who's speaking when. I think I got it all right. I think I got it all right. Anyway, this is a, this is a talk tennis episode. Just so I should mention 88, it's, it's finally there. I may, I, may, I may sound a little, uh, a little under the weather. A little, uh, a little, little not as energetic. As my, as like pretty much any other episode except for thirteen. Thirteen, I was like, "Say," I was like, "Huh," because that's like episode twelve wasn't uploading properly, or I don't know, something like that. Actually, no, <laughs> exactly like that. Then in seventeen, I'm all you know, happy go lucky and stuff. Seventeen is a good episode. I haven't listened to it in a long... I Actually, I've never listened to it, but... I just remember I, I enjoyed recording that. You know, I keep referring back to that as my favorite episode, but honestly, I think episode 42... Episode 42 and episode 80 might be my favorites. Those are like the two dances that I went to, where I went absolutely bonkers crazy. I was like, what? And then you had the other people, they were also like, What? And then everybody was just like, what? <laughs> nah. I mean, kind of. Not really. I don't know. I do know. Talk tennis, right? That's that's the thing we're doing here. I mentioned overthinking, right? It's a killer. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> I said I sound a little bit under the weather because I was playing tennis earlier today and it was troublesome. Overthinking is a killer. Beforehand, I I don't. I can't say I trust my forehand. I can't say I put enough confidence into it, or at least I didn't today. I I couldn't. I, I was doing everything I was I was shanking it. I mean that that was pretty much the main thing. And if I wasn't shanking it then I centered it in the strings and even then it either went into the net and I just like brush it up or hit it very far past the baseline. I was overthinking how to hit it. I, I, I was hesitant with my wrist. I didn't like snap the wrist forward at the right time. Or I just like kept it still. I didn't I wasn't like focusing on adding topspin or flattening out at the right moments. My feet weren't moving. I couldn't focus on actually hitting the ball. I was just swinging randomly, and I couldn't not do that for the first, like, hour and a half. And then I tried to, like, slow things down, but then that was, I don't know, it was all going wrong. And the main and the root, so the root cause, yeah, the root cause... For my failure in the first like ninety minutes was overthinking. I couldn't win points. I couldn't. I couldn't be confident. I couldn't move into the ball. And then there's just small things. Then that that gets at me too, right? If I'm not overthinking, if, if overthinking is the one that gets me, 
It's just the small things, the technical things that I thought I was doing well, but I wasn't doing properly, right? Whether that's coming around the ball and and like swinging all the way through it, or maybe my elbow was tucked in too far. Maybe I didn't release the racket uh, for the take back. Or maybe I, sorry, I released the take back. I released my left hand from the racket on the take back too late. Then I rushed myself. Maybe I didn't move my body weight through the ball. Maybe I was leaning back. Maybe my legs were too straight and I wasn't bending it. Maybe maybe my wrist. Now now I overthink it. Maybe my wrist was I mean, you know, I was already just overthinking, but you know, maybe the wrist is is too tight. I need to let it go. I need to have a nice fluid motion. Maybe I just need to slow it down. Maybe I'm going too quick. I'm shanking balls up the frame. Maybe I'm lifting up too soon. I need to carry the stroke through. Right? I gotta go more horizontally than vertically. Right, and if the if the ball's sitting and just floating up high after a lob with some backspin, just sitting in one spot, barely moving, you take a swipe at it. Either you hit it off the top of the frame and it goes sailing somewhere, or you flatten it out too much and it goes way past the baseline because you also tensed your wrist and you couldn't add topspin or or um, hit over the ball. To make it go down, or even just like flattening out to make it go down, or maybe you shanked it off the bottom of the frame, went sailing toward the sky, or you brushed it so much and you you went over the top too much, it went right down into the net. There's so many things that go wrong, and all of them flash through my head within like the two seconds that I'm preparing to hit the ball. It's horrendous. I don't know how to fix it. I want to, and I don't know how, I mean, what, I'm just gonna go on a Google and, and just be like, hey, how do I fix overthinking? Uh, yeah. Cause right now, it's not it. I mean, seriously, there's probably a lot of guys just going to Google how to stop overthinking or ways to prevent it in times of stress or uh, in 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 a panic and in rap in panic rushed moments. Then Google is gonna come up and just be like, "I got you. Here's here's some here's some videos and some articles and stuff." The tactics aren't the thing I overthink. You know, just spin the ball over here, flatten it out over there, drop it here, slice it deep. Placement of the ball isn't the issue, right? I feel like I'm good with the tactics, right? My issue is the technical side, and then that comes to overthinking. Okay, how far, how soon did you take the racket back? Did you swing through it? Did you add topspin? Did you center the ball? Are you moving through the shot? This is all mainly on the forehand. The volley's fine. Backhand is it's honestly a peach. Right? I'm fine with the backhand. Volley's fine. Overhead. No biggie there. Serve. Serves. I'm I'm I don't know. I don't I haven't even really focused on the serve. I feel like the serve is good, right? I've been double faulting a lot less recently. Right? I'm focusing on uh, hitting through the ball and focusing on high first serve percentage. When you actually think when I think of the words high first serve percentage before serving, I'm like, all right, I actually want to know where I want to toss the ball, how I want to hit it, where I want to hit it, with what spin or lack of spin, etc. Right. So, so the, so when I actually focus on the entirety of the, of the serve, it's a peach as well. But the forehand, if I do any more thinking other than okay. So there's a ball in front of me, let me hit it. Then I'm going to fail, right? I remember one of the coaches, he he said uh you have to think out you have to think No, no, sorry. Don't think. Everything you do is based on what's in front of your eyes, not behind them. Something like that. Basically that means you're taking in information from the outside. You're looking at it in front of you, you know where the ball bounces. It doesn't go to your brain. No, it just goes straight to your body, right? It goes, you know, whatever's happening in front of you, 
So you have like movement to your eyes, not to your brain, which will overthink and ruin everything down to your body. No, it goes movement, eyes, body, right? Just ignore the brain stuff because the brain is going to be like, okay, if you do this wrong, that's going to fail. If you do this wrong, that's not going to work. If you do this wrong, etc. <laughs> it's frustrating. You, you just got to skip the brain set. And if you miss the ball, hey, that's okay. You miss it. Right? That wasn't a technical thing. I mean, it was a technical thing, but you missed it. It happens. Move on to the next ball. But if you overthink it and then miss it, then that's a problem. If you don't overthink it, if you're not thinking, I mean, if you're thinking about, you know, where to place it, spin, this and that, fine. But if you're thinking about how to how to spin it or how to flatten it out, that's what's going to break you down because then you're like, okay, I got to make sure it's perfect and I got to do this with the wrist and oh no, that was a little bit too late. You got to time it. No, nope, you've already missed the shot. You've already shanked it off into the into two adjacent courts. Or two, two courts, or, whatever, you get it. I think this episode is more of like a rant, me ranting, just trying to like vent this out. Um, I just need to get off my mind because I, I can't really explain it to anybody. I can't just sit down for, I don't, how long is this been going on? All right, 16 minutes and 40 seconds. I thought, I thought it's already been like 30 or something, but no, I can't just, even for now, for like almost 17 minutes, I can't just sit down and just talk to somebody. Cause first of all, very few people around me know tennis well. And second, very few people would want to sit down and just listen to hear me, listen to me talk about my issues with tennis and all, you know. So, it's, it's, this, I guess this is, like, technically therapeutic? Something like that. Therapy, right? Therapeutic, you know. Just got to get this all out, you know. And it doesn't, I wish it worked like that, but it honestly won't because, well, no, maybe, maybe if I believe, actually, would that work? If I just believe it, I'm like, okay, don't overthink. And then I just stop overthinking, then it's fine. And then when you actually have to stop overthinking, you can't think about you stopping overthinking, about not overthinking, because then you're thinking about thinking about not overthinking, and then all of that is overthinking. That's the issue I have, because when I, like, do something, and I, like, wasn't overthinking, like, it just, like, you know, slipped my mind, and I'm like, oh, I was just not overthinking, that's cool, and I did well. Now I'm thinking about not overthinking, the previous point, and then the next point, I'm overthinking. You can't think, be like, okay, just stop overthinking, you know, that's cool, just do that again. Nope, now you're thinking about overthinking, right? You just have to completely, you can't address it. I can't address it. I shouldn't address it. When I say I can't address it, it means like, you know, I. it's best if I don't. But if I meant I can't address it, like I literally don't have the capability to, then I'd probably be like number seven in like the world juniors right now. Maybe? I don't, I have no idea because I overthink. And that's my downfall. I mean, can you really have a downfall if if you're only at the bottom? I mean, I'm not at the bottom, bottom, just I'm not close to the top or the middle, you know? Overthinking is a killer. I just, I, I mess it up. Backhand, I feel solid. You know, it's a simple motion. I'm like, hey, all right, take the racket back, drop the head, swing through it. Bueno shot, you know, maybe lift it up a little bit more, get over the net, cool. Right? Backhand, it's relatively the same motion every time you hit it. Serve, it should be the same motion. Volleys, depending on the height of it, you know, you might switch it up a bit, but for a drive volley or a drop volley, forehand, backhand, it should be the same shot each time you hit it, which whatever variant of the volley. 
Forehand, though, that's it, it should honestly be the same thing for the forehand. Alright, you have two strokes, so you can flatten it out, or you can add topspin, right? It should be as simple as that, but my brain is like, no. You know, okay, backhand, one motion, serve, one motion, volleys, relatively the same. Forehand, oh, with the forehand, you gotta do this thing with the wrist, and you gotta turn the body to the right time, you gotta move through the ball, you gotta flatten it out, you gotta do this, the wrist is stuck, the wrist is not stuck. You find another ball, you're hesitant, you're holding it back, you don't hit it cleanly, it has to be in the center of the string, you gotta push it through, it has to be like right at the front foot, so you're getting enough acceleration through the ball, you gotta center, you can't hit it off the, off the frame, you can't be adding topspin or flattening it out, you have to get it over the net, you have to put it deep in the court, you have to angle it, you have to hit an approach shot deep down, you gotta you gotta flatten it out and open up the racket face a little bit more, add topspin, if you're deep in the court, you wanna add topspin, a good amount of topspin, push it deep in the court, but you have to like level out with you know, how flat, how far you push into the ball, if you add too much topspin, it's gonna go into the net, if you flatten it out too far and you're just lifting straight up, it goes way, it goes too, way past the baseline, you gotta flatten it off, find the perfect amount of spin and all, or maybe you just add a lot of topspin and you just you know, angle it deep in the court, but maybe if you, you know, try to add too much topspin, you shank it off the bottom of the frame, if you wanna flatten it out, maybe it's the center of the ball, but then it goes to the, uh, the to the net tape or into the net or way past the baseline because you opened it up the face too much. You didn't add any tops too much or whatever. You didn't come over the ball. You didn't try and level it out. Now what's that? You want to try and flatten it out? Well, guess what? You're going to shank it two courts down. Why? Because, I don't know, you messed it up. Good job. How? I don't know. You were overthinking it. What were you overthinking about? No idea. I love the forehand. I also hate the forehand. Why don't you just have two backhands? Oh, that, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't I just go lefty? Let me just start new. Let me have a lefty forehand. That's incredible, right? Let me let me go Nadal style. You know, hit the, hit the lefty forehand even though I'm a righty and then develop a two-handed backhand on the right side. I'm joking, obviously. I've come too far. If I do that now, I'm never... Well, I can't say never, but it's going to take a long time if I ever want to go pro. A lefty serve, that's going to kill me. Serve is, serve is the most complicated motion, yet as of right now, it's like one of the simplest ones in my head. That is a big mental game, right? My coach, he says, he says tennis is an art. Sorry, I, I think I mumbled that. <clears throat> Let me say that again. Tennis is an art, right? It's not just brutally hitting the ball, flattening out, just crushing the ball every time. No, no, no. It's an art, right? A painter, an artist. Let's go with a painter, specifically. A painter uses different brushes for different thicknesses. It maybe doesn't press down as hard or or like lifts up a little bit, or using use different colors, you know, for different textures and just ways of viewing it. Maybe maybe they don't even use uh, paint brushes. Maybe they use different, I don't know, just objects to make different patterns and shapes and designs on a canvas. Or maybe it's on the floor. Or maybe you make a mural. You know, put it on the wall. Maybe you put it in the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Sistine Chapel. Why not? Right, the artist chooses wisely. Dennis is an art. You're the artist. The racket's your paintbrush or bristles or like a cooking whisk or something. I don't know. And, and you maybe just put some red paint on the cooking whisk and just smack it around like something. Or maybe put marbles in a in a in a or painted marbles in a in a plastic bin and just roll them around or something like that right the tennis is your paintbrush the tennis is is what you use to to make it in and with it you gotta you gotta add spin right you gotta add top spin back spin side spin you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta flatten it out you gotta you gotta place it right you gotta place the ball. <sighs> you wanna put it deep in the court, in the corner. You wanna, you wanna, 
You want to put a short angle. Short angle, carry the person off the court, close into the net. Volley winner, opposite side of the court. Push it deep, push them back. They want to go on the defensive, you go on attack. Right? You have strategies. You use you use your paintbrush wisely. You use the racket wisely. You use this is when tactics come into play. Tactics you can't overthink. Tactics are just like, okay. So if I were to do this, this these are the several outcomes. It's like chess. Chess, overthinking. I mean, okay, now there's a difference between overthinking and like thinking deeply, having deep thoughts. Thinking deeply, chess is like, okay, if I make this move, my my opponent can make these like seven different moves, which which would I benefit from most, right? Something like that. I'm not much of a chess player, but I've heard that metaphor several times, many times. I've tried to play chess. I could maybe get into it. Tennis is the same thing, right? If I put this ball over here with this much spin, a person's going to react to it one of three ways. They're going to go A, B, or C. They can't do D or E because if they try to, they're going to miss at the ball or it's not going to work out exactly to plan and they might hit it where A was, where they intended A or A to B, whatever it was. So A, B, or C, right? So then you look at the motion. How, how are they running? How, are they, how might they hit the ball? What are their patterns? How have they hit the ball before? What are their strengths and weaknesses? Maybe A is down the line. B is a lob all the way back to the baseline. And C is like a short angle cross court, and you're covering the ad sides. All right, so you know what? Let me set this up in a more specific way. You're a little behind the service line. Actually, yeah, yeah, you're a little bit behind the service line. Maybe you're like in the middle of no man's land, right? You hit the forehand. You're a righty, right? Maybe you're a lefty and you're hitting a backhand. You hit, you hit a forehand or the backhand, whatever it is, and you go, you go into the opponent's deuce side of the court, right? So for you, that would be the left side. Good topspin, good amount of topspin, good amount of pace. Get it deep into the corner, right? Your opponent's on the run. They're running to your left. Say your opponent's a righty, okay? Your opponent has three options. So your opponent gets to the ball in time, right? Your opponent's quick. The opponent can do one of three options. A, B, or C. Line, high top spin to the back of the court. That's B or C. Short angle cross court into your deuce court, right? So now you cover the line, you're standing in your ad court, and the opponent's in the deuce court, right? Because you want to cover the down-the-line shot. You're thinking, okay, what if they want to go for B? want to hit the lob shot. Well, let's see. They haven't really, they haven't actually done it all match, except for that one time where they tried to go for a lob, but they pushed it like 20 feet behind the baseline. So maybe not the best, and they haven't gone for it for the first set and a half. So maybe, so like say you're like deep into the second set, right? So maybe maybe B isn't going to be the option. Maybe they try to go for B, and they might shank it, and like off the bottom of the frame and go soaring somewhere. What about A? Well, I haven't, they, they've, been, they've been consistent so far. They've been going for cross-court, keeping patterns, so... So I haven't really seen a person go down the line too much, but it's definitely a possibility. Maybe it's a strong suit and they haven't revealed it yet. Okay. Or C. They're comfortable with the cross court. But how short of an angle once they hit? Are they... And they've hit cross court, like, deep, but that's, like, you know, relatively... Like, a long shot, like, you know, deep into the corner. Not really a short angle. Maybe they might shank it off the top of the frame trying to curve it around so much and plus they're I mean they were kinda on the run, so maybe maybe it won't be like physically possible for them to hit uh the C spot. So let me go with A. And I don't know your opponent goes for A and goes down the line. 
You're already covering it. You predicted, no, can't go for B. That doesn't seem likely. And C, I mean, it's there, but it doesn't seem like a high possibility. So they go for a, for a winner up the line, but you're covering it. You volley away into their ad court, short angle, win the point. It's chess, right? It's artistry. It's an art. How do you place the ball? Where do you want to place it? How do you want your canvas to look? Where are you going to be? Where is your opponent going to be? Set up the canvas. And then chess? How is your opponent going to move? What's your opponent going to do? So you are the artist. And you're playing a game of chess. And your opponent isn't an artist, but a chess player. Right, so you'd see. So it would appear that maybe the your opponent has the home field advantage, a chess player playing on a chess board. But in this case, you're a you're a crafty, you're an you're a crafty uh, artist, chess player mix. You're not. You're both chess players. But in your free time, you like to, you like to paint a few things. You like to sketch. You like to do all that. You know. I feel like I have the tactics down. There's tactical and technical. Technical, the second I think about how I'm going to hit a shot, then I fail to hit the shot. If I take the word how out of my tennis vocabulary, I will be so much better. I will not be hesitant to thinking about the process, about the, about the like ha- like less than a second process of hitting the ball. And granted, there's also the setup and all that stuff, the take back, moving your body weight through. If you just do it, you might miss it, but you might make it. If you think about how you're going to do it, you might end up just pushing it back without any real form. Like, okay, you got it in, but the opponent's probably going to take advantage of that. And you look like a, like a, like a, like a, like a much younger and like infantile player. Infantile? How about like ignorant? You know, lack of knowledge, lack of experience, I should say. Not ignorant, but ignorant of experience. Let's go with something like that. So, just reject the word how and you'll be good. Ask what, who, what, where, when, and why. Those should be better than how, no? I guess I could give a few examples. Why not? How long has this been going on? Yeah, 33 minutes. What will my opponent do if I hit the ball here? Who is my opponent. Where does their play style come? Hey, where is my opponent located on the court? So I can place the best shot. When has my opponent hit a lob? No times? Okay, maybe they won't do it if I push the net. And I guess the big one now. Why? Why will my opponent... Why did my opponent go for this shot when I predicted this shot? Oh, maybe... Okay, no. <laughs> Sorry. The five W's. I, that was, that was, those are terrible examples. I guess you can use the word how. Like, how will my opponent react if I were to go... Cross court, topspin, heavy topspin, or down the line flat. So, okay, don't completely reject the word how, but how relating to the technical side of one's own game, that you have to reject. I have to, at least. If you've already, if it's not even in your mind, amen. Right, you gotta be reacting to what you see in front of you. No, sorry, not reacting, responding. That's better. You should respond to what you see in front of you. 
not what you see in front of you, then think about, then act however you will now. Just, just, just ignore it. You know? I'm playing, I'm playing ping pong with my dad. I'm winning. Why? I don't overthink it. I missed a shot. Okay, I missed it. Next point. I win it. And another. And another. Okay, three to one ratio. Right, I know how to hit the correct shot. And I probably will hit the correct shot next time. So you just made a little oopsie daisy. For that one. For that one point that you lost. So, I just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so ping pong. You know, I, 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 I win. I don't, I don't lose. I mean, I, I do lose sometimes, but that's just because, like, I miss a few shots. I don't overthink it. Even if I lose an entire game or, or, or uh, a set, I don't overthink it. No, I'm just like, all right, well, you lost it. If you're doing best three out of five, just win three, and then you're good. You're set. You missed a shot, okay. I don't overthink it. I don't think about technique when playing ping pong. And I shouldn't, you know, somewhat, uh, for tennis. I mean, I say somewhat, like, not at all. Like maybe it can like glaze your mind, like okay, just, just like you know, you gotta flatten it out. You gotta like start your rack a little bit higher. Like I guess like you know, like that one point, like okay, yeah. I mean, if it's like a high ball, you know, just like small, very, very, very minimal. And if not minimal, then just none at all. You know. Overthinking is destructive. It's a killer. You know, I gave this like I'm giving this whole this whole spiel right now, but will I? Will I change? I you know, I will change. I can't confirm it, but I can at least sound confident and probably trick myself into thinking that I will. You know, no, it's stuff like that. Now that 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 not annoys me, that I do. I just like overthought that situation. Now I'm okay. So I was thinking, just don't. I, like I questioned my own thoughts, and then I'm like going deeper. That's that right there, is why I don't trust my forehand, or at least I didn't trust it today. That right there, I questioned. I second guessed myself. That's a killer too. Second guessing, overthinking. They're all synonymous with failure. Or at least, if not failure, then a downfall. Tennis is a game of chess. Tennis is art. Tennis is it's a mind game. And even if you're not thinking about technique, then you still have tactics. You still have to beat your opponent. How am I going to beat the opponent? You know, okay, there. we're using the word how again, but in a better context, in a, in a more proper context. How am I going to beat the opponent? What weaknesses the opponent does the opponent have that I can take advantage of to win? I'm paraphrasing Agassiz's words when I say, you don't need to be perfect. You just need to beat the opponent. Right? If being perfect means one thing, but that one thing is like feeding, giving the opponent like easy balls cuz like, you know, like say say you're hitting like deep, heavy top spin, it like hits the baseline every single time. But the opponent likes to stay like far back behind the baseline and just keep grinding it out. I mean, hey, that's you're playing perfect. You're hitting the right shots. And like you're hitting your lines and your motion, your technique, everything is beautiful, but your opponent's getting it back. Maybe and throwing a drop shot. That's how you're gonna beat your opponent. <laughs> 
That's tactics. You don't need to be perfect. Being perfect might not get you the win. Beating your opponent will get you the win. Playing perfect won't get you the win. Beating your opponent will get you the win. Maybe hit a drop shot, they're forced to come in, and they suck at net. Well, there you found it. You know, that's your new tactic. Bring them into net more often than not. Maybe, you know, keep them, maybe keep them, you know, like at bay, baseline rallies. Maybe go for a drop shot. Or maybe, like, you know, fake the drop shot and they hit a slice, but it goes deep in the court, so then the opponent, like, rushes toward the baseline, toward the service line, so, like, to the net just, like, comes running in, but then they have to stumble backward because you hit it deeper than they thought, and then they kind of, like, shank it off. They, they kind of, like, push it back. You close the net, winner, or something like that. I don't know. I like to think of myself as as being uh, calm on a tennis court, generally. As being, I just you know, keeping my eyes forward, chin up or down, chin anywhere, not too high. You know, you don't want to seem cocky. Just go out there and play your game, right? I've I've mingled in a little bit of frustration recently and that has not benefited me whatsoever cuz when you're angry when you're getting mad when you're frustrated when you're when you're like hitting yourself with your racket or your hand or something you're thinking about why you're mad you're thinking about the shot you missed and then that ties into overthinking because soon you're going to be like what did I do wrong oh I did this wrong how am I going to fix this next time if you just stay calm you're like okay I missed the shot next point then you don't think about the shot you missed you just think okay I lost the point whatevs next point and then you win the next point and the next one and the next one three to one ratio maybe make it four to one maybe you didn't even mess up and you're just going you're just you're just vibing out and you just have like a good mindset throughout it. You go like what? 10 to 0, 11 to You're just no mistakes, no unforced errors. You're vibing. Crazy. Tennis is crazy. People who are good at tennis are crazy. In a good way. Of course. Not I'm not saying that as an insult. No, no, definitely not. If my future self is listening to this and you're like world number one and like like a multiple like Grand Slam champion, you're crazy, bro. <laughs> you're crazy. I want to know what it's like out there. I guess this could be like a little time capsule of this episode, no? Because this is me right now on April 21st. 2021 at 10.32 at night, 10.32 p.m. These are all my thoughts that I've had in the last, like, how long has this been? 43 minutes and 43 seconds, uh, 43, 43. Maybe in the future, if I pursue tennis, and I'm like, hey, good job, man. That's what, that's what you did, and this is how you progress since. Or maybe I go into the acting, the film industry, no? And if not that, maybe maybe I want to be a chairman for the for the ATP tour. Maybe maybe Adidas, you know. Think of designs and such. Maybe I want to. Oh, you know what's a really cool job? Um. Being a luxury hotel reviewer or like tourist or like tour uh, guide, right? Like you go on these like luxury cruises or flights to like five star hotels and such and you get to live there. Like you're getting paid to experience like all that stuff and like, you know, write reviews and stuff and all that. But you get to visit some nice places. No, so that, that seems like a pretty cool job. I don't think I want to end up working in retail. 
standing at a counter, listening to the same songs on repeat, same bands for hours on end. Man. For all the jobs I list, if you like it or you don't like it, man, you know what, just do your thing. But me, no, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna you know. Maybe I want to go into law. Why not? You know, let's argue some cases. Let's get loud in court. No. Let's be a defendant. Not a, not a defendant. Sorry. Let's be the defense. <laughs> not the defendant. No, no, that's not what I. That's not what I meant. Nah, but that's that's tough. You got you need a strong mindset for that. If you're the prosecutor, you gotta you gotta be like, hey, this guy's guilty, and you gotta like pour. Like every bit of evidence into it, you gotta be like, yeah, this guy's guilty. But if you're if you're the defense, if you're the if you're the guy defending or girl, if you're the person defending the defendant, you gotta give everything you can to be like, nah, this person's not this person's free. This not guilty, innocent, you know. Being a lawyer's tough. Could I handle it? Maybe, maybe not. I have no idea. I like to think I'd be a good actor. I like to think. I just I haven't looked too much into it. I'm I've been focusing so many of my efforts on tennis. I haven't really looked into acting so much. And next year, I was thinking I want to go into the theater for for high school, but I can't because tennis is there and theater is a big commitment, taking up a lot of time. A lot of time. I wanted to go into student government. Actually. uh, I mean. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I. uh, I won't say anything about it. But. I don't know. student, Student government. At my school. It's. So it's it's uh it's it's what it is. I can't praise it or trash talk it. I mean I'm not going to. I don't really I actually haven't really put too much thought into it, so I can't really I don't really have an opinion on it. I mean I could probably make an opinion within like the next five seconds, but nah, I wanna focus on talking about tennis right now. It's talk tennis three, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, student government I I wouldn't have the time for it either. There's a lot that they do. A lot of meetings and organizations and such. That would take time. Time that I want to focus my energy onto tennis. I have to practice having a steel mind. Mind of steel, mind of mind of iron, like a strong material. Impenetrable. From overthinking thoughts. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of things are weird. Overthinking is its many things. But one thing that it is, it's a killer. In tennis, golf, football, whatever sport you play, maybe in just your personal lives, relationships with friends or maybe a girl that you like or a guy that you like or somebody that you like. Maybe you're overthinking on a, on a homework question. You're like, I know this, but how do I know this? What about like on your math test? You're like, I know how to solve this, but like, what's the first step? I'm forgetting the first step. I'm overthinking. Did I do I remember what the first step is? Oh, now I'm thinking about not remembering what the first step is, and I'm overthinking about not thinking about remembering what the first. I don't know some stuff like that. It's terrible. And then you're just stuck there thinking about you overthinking and not actually solving the problem. In tennis, you just got to start slow and and build up from there. You just gotta start off slow. Starting off slow, you don't have to overthink. It's just it's simple. It's you're just slow and you're just you're just going through 
the simplest motion, right? That's why you start off with mini tennis, right? You just play from the service line, just get a feel for the ball. That's why you rally there. Then you go back to the baseline, rally from there. And you speed it up a little bit, but not, not too intensely, just gradually, you know? Not too steep, gradual. Maybe you want to make it exponential. Maybe like that, you know, you start off slow and then you can really, really get up going fast once you get to a certain point, you know. So maybe a mix of linear and exponential. Gradual linear, not, not like almost vertical. I hope I take this mindset into tomorrow when I apply. I really do. I just, I just, I just wanna, I just, I just wanna chill, you know. I just, I just wanna have that nice feeling of centering the ball in the strings and watching it fly into the opponent's court, you know. When the point, satisfying, spin the ball, flatten the ball, do whatever's necessary. Maybe the, maybe the ball is traveling faster than you think, and you wanna add more to it, but it really doesn't need more. It really doesn't. Well, I don't believe it. Fifty-one and a half minutes of me talking in in a in the, in the same voice. Yeah, I this I did this episode mostly for me, rather than the uh, rather than the average listener. I mean, if you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, I do this for you guys and gals and all. Just wanna just wanna get my thoughts out there. And I, I feel like I needed this episode, you know. And I'm glad I have a record of it in case I need to ever refer back to it in the future. No? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna end this episode at fifty two twenty five, because why not, you know? That's fun. Playing that music playing that fucking music, why not? I'm mate, I'm signing off. I will see you guys in the future.